This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Future File, your weekly podcast examining the technology that is changing the way we live work and play. I'm your host, Jeff Parsons, and with me, as always, is my long-suffering co-host, Shivali Best. Hi! Um, and we talk quite a lot on this podcast about the phones and the tablets and the gadgets and the stuff, the hardware, but today we're going to talk about what you put on them. That's right, we're going to chat about apps, applications specifically, mobile applications you download to your mobile telephone or your tablet. Um, And sort of the genesis of talking about this today was a piece I wrote earlier in the week about how to make an app. Um, And I was coming at it from the angle of kind of a developer and and, and where to start if you wanted to get going with it. Did you want to go on Android? Did you want to go on iOS? And it got me thinking a little bit about apps. And it's it's quite a rich thing I think we could talk about today. so, I don't actually think I did that piece justice, really. I was reading You went it. in with, like, so optimistic, and then about half an hour later, you were like, this is really complicated. I, I thought, this is, this is a, quite a big topic a that I'm beast, trying, yeah. to, uh, trying to bite off. Um, so, yeah, it sort of skated over the, skated over the Physics, really hardcore yeah. details. But it gave, it gave you kind of what I hoped is it gave people a bit of an introduction to, like, the different kind of options to go for if they wanted to, to talk about, to get into building an app. Um, and before we get on to kind of, we want to talk today about the apps we use, some of the, you know, a couple of favourites of ours, and, and maybe we can give a couple of recommendations to people. Um, but I suppose before we do that, do we want to backtrack a little bit and just kind of explain how and why apps have come into our lives? Yeah, so we, we all kind of use them on a daily basis now and don't think twice about it, but they haven't actually been around that long. Um, so the current version of apps that we all know and love um, first started in July 2008 um, and that was when Apple first launched its App Store um, and at the time there was just 500 apps on there um, and if we compare that to today it's absolutely staggering how much mm. of a difference it is so from March 2017 um, I think estimates thought that there was around 3.5 million apps on the Google Play Store and then around 2.2 million on um, Apple's App Store um, and a lot of us are downloading apps. Um, so in terms of total number of downloads on the iOS, it, in 2016, it was 25 billion. Um, and in 2016, it was 90 billion on um, the Android On downloads. Android, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. huge. It's like, just exponential yeah. growth. It's massive. Um, and it's it's kind of... I said, I said it was hard to write an app, and it is hard to kind of build an app, but it's also easier in a way. It's, it's easy to make a less good app because there are lots of packages and things that will kind of do it for you so it's mm-hmm. quite easy to just package up a website put it in a shell and sort of stick it onto a onto an app store um, and like it was interesting the numbers there Google traditionally has been a bit more of a, an easier barrier to entry the Android store uh, that, than Apple was Apple was always a bit more of a iOS was always a bit more of like a walled garden kind mm-hmm. of thing um, I think that's changing because in the early days remember there was so much um, worry about security around yeah. the Android stuff I mean um, you, cause you use an iOS phone don't I you? Do, yeah. and I use an Android phone mm-hmm. so we kind of both have uh, a look into the different the different app stores traditionally I think easier to go with Apple um, 
um, that's changing a little bit now. Mm-hmm. It's all been standardised. But even with those huge, huge numbers, um, the crazy thing is that people don't um, use like people have apps that they kind of stick to so um are very a, a, loyal people people are very loyal yeah. to the apps that they have <laughs> um so some data that i saw from uh, TechCrunch said that the average number of apps that people use on a daily basis is 30 mm-hmm. um, 30 on a daily basis no i'm sorry apologies that's that completely like a lot. apologies that's totally wrong it's nine it's not 30 30 okay. is monthly I was going to say 30, that is like non-stop phone action. That is my fault. No, it's nine nine apps daily and then 30 apps over the month. Um, I think I probably use a little bit more than that, but I guess I'm I'm, I'm a tech journalist, so I'm quite... (laughs) Uh, I'm quite on board with all the app usage. Um, so you just have this, you might have this huge, gigantic kind of pool of software of millions and millions of apps on these two different um, platforms, but really we're only using kind of like a handful. Um, and just What as percentage a, is that? What, that oh, is like a billionth. I, I don't know. <laughs> something. Um, but a millionth. Yeah, I mean, just, I say we're tech journalists, a little behind the scenes, we get pitched on apps every single day of the week there's, oh. there's a new app that's come out or something um, and it's even it's not even you know apps when they started would kind of fulfill a task or a, a role or something it would be like a calculator or a dictionary or something like that and it would do things but now apps are almost just extensions of other services so for example if you've got Sonos you use Sonos mm-hmm. through through the app if you control drones a lot of drones will you need the app so yeah. you just have these apps on your phone that you don't I mean I've got one I've got like a little I got a little like toy drone for Christmas I think nice. and you have to install an app to use it so that app is just sitting on my phone it never gets used you'd never used. use it on a daily basis no. but when you do use the drone it's very helpful exactly um, an interesting or a, a little, another little uh, nugget of information that I came across is that um, according to Symantec the, um, the the antivirus company they, they block around the world 24,000 malicious apps every day that's a lot. That's a lot. So yeah. the I think, from my knowledge of it, the security th- stuff is getting better. The the apps um, are they're, they're much better at finding malicious apps, taking them down, blocking them off. People are a bit more um, conscious of having security on their phones. Mm-hmm. Um, both Android and iOS are pretty good at having standardised security. Um, it doesn't help to put. It doesn't hurt. Sorry to put a little bit more on top and, and download a, or, or get some antivirus for your phone as well. But any which way. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the state of the station with regards to apps. Yeah. So should we sort of talk a little bit about what we use, what we use and yeah. what we like? What was quite interesting when we were researching this was looking at how many apps we had on our phones. How many did you have total? I have 137 apps on my phone. I've only got 41. <laughs> I don't know what that says about us. It, I don't know. I have. Do you? Um, do you? I'm, like, quite, I'm quite a deleter, though. I was like, going to say, the yeah, minute I'm not you, using something, do you get cur- rid of it. Curate, you know. You, you I think don't... that comes from a a long time of not having enough space on my phone. Right. I mean, I've got true. enough now, but I remember years of having to delete photos and stuff. So I'd rather just delete apps that are just sat there. That's true. So I do the similar sort of thing, but it's sort of it, it kind of is tailored around like events in the year so mm. for example like we just had the Masters Golf Tournament so I'd have the Masters app <laughs> did on we? My you phone. didn't mention that one I did <laughs> mention it a few times and like Wimbledon is another one when Wimbledon comes yeah. along I get the app because they're really good apps they're really or good or if you're at a festival or something yeah, it's exactly, like good to have the app or it's yeah. getting to Christmas time and you want to have a, a Christmas app or something like that mm-hmm. um, yeah so I'm I, I'm the same as you I sort of try and try and delete and kind of trim the clearly trim not the quite as brutal as me but, but. obviously not no <laughs> So like my, I reckon my go-to ones are quite the obvious ones: Instagram, Facebook, that kind of thing. But there are a few 
other ones that I use on a day-to-day basis that okay. might not be so well known. So let's hear it. City Mapper. If anyone lives in a big city, um, it is the most useful app. Um, I first moved to London eight years ago, pre iPhones and all yeah. like the snazzy apps and stuff. And I remember having to print off a map off Google Maps in my halls at uni, uh, and then yeah. walking about with it. Whereas City Mapper, you literally just enter where you are, enter where you want to go, and it tells you the best route if any of the tube lines are down. It's a, a pretty much a lifesaver oh, for me okay. in London. Because I've never used it. What do you use? Um, Google I just Maps. use Google Maps. Ah, yeah. yeah. Is it is it better, it, it, than, better than Google Maps? It's pretty similar. Um, okay. I've just always used it just since always it came used out. It. So. I've heard people talk about it, yeah, but mm. I've never I've never used it myself. Yeah. So navigation apps are yeah very useful. Um, another one I'm slightly embarrassed to say I use a lot is Uber Eats. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uber Eats. I love I, a takeout. I don't. <laughs> I, I've never used Uber Eats. Yeah. Are you but a delivery I, user? Or are you just no, not? I'm not. I just I <sighs> like just I see the guys. <laughs> I see the guys and delivering them all the time. Yeah. But I don't know how it works. So is it you, what you find takeaways you like? So no. Like, so basically, the, it does it based on your location. So it will tell you. I don't know what the radius it is now. Okay. A few miles at least. Um, and then it'll give you different cuisines like near you, how long the wait time is, and you can like refine how you want to view it. So if you're okay. absolutely desperate for food, you can see what's going to be available with you in 20 minutes or so. Or if you've got longer, you can just pick out okay. what you want. Um, I think delivery charge is something like £2. All right, it's I was going to say, so does he, do you pay, you pay for the meal and then you pay for the delivery charge yeah, on top? Yeah, but it's it's not much. It's a lot less than Deliveroo. Right. Um, and they're, they're pretty quick. It normally gets there. It's still warm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. Maybe I should give it a try. It's and, yeah, it, and it's got a pretty good selection on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sort of it's the gig economy thing, isn't it? That's mm. something we should we should talk a little bit about because um I got I wrote a story recently about um an app called Airtasker, which is launching in the UK. It's a Australian app and it's effectively tool uh, any tasks obviously that that people can just say I, I'm I'm here to help like what do you need do you need me to like help you move house do you need me to walk your dogs do you need me to cook your food for you and it kind of matches up people who want to have tasks done for them with people who want to earn money doing tasks ah. it's, it's like the ultimate kind of gig economy um, and Airbnb is one and Uber and, and, and delivery and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, and what's your take on it because some people see it as a great thing you know you can do it as much or as little as you want and some people see it as really quite uh, like eroding the sort of traditional um, employment options and you know not you know kind of it's not it's not good for the workers because they're not you getting... can kind of see both sides of it like times are changing a lot of people just want ease now don't they they don't want to mm-hmm. have to sit and look up a plumber or like anything like that they want just to go on a single app find someone that can help them nearby and get it done um I mean, it can't be great if that's what you work in as your industry. Yeah. Um, but but then you go, well, I'll use the app and I'll just put my services on that. And it's yeah. just another way of distributing my my you know business. Yeah. Because um, I think what kind of, when it, when they start, like Uber and Airbnb are the two ones I think of as starting this kind of trend. And what I thought was really interesting about that, about them, was this idea of peer reviewing. Mm-hmm. So you know, you would rate someone based on the service they provided, they would rate... Well, actually, I suppose going going further back, eBay was eBay, probably yeah. one that started that. And Amazon that, as well. And Amazon. Mm. And it's really... It can, like... Black Mirror took this to a crazy, um, crazy extreme. As they and, always as do. As they always do, with yeah. the episode where everyone just rates everyone else. Um, but it was quite a, kind of an interesting way of sort of... It's not perfect, but it's kind of close to... Yeah. Um, ...helping 
navigate the waters of, of like trust because you're, you're dealing with strangers effectively and this is just a platform these are platforms to put you in touch with strangers but um, yeah anyway that was um, an interesting little divergence yeah off Uber, on the, um, um, off Uber Eats yeah. another one that I've recently started using is Sweatcoin Okay. Which yes. I wrote about. We've written about That's this. That's why I downloaded it, because I wrote okay. about it. Tell us about this. Um, Tell us so about basically, this, it's an app. If you walk a lot and you um, have the kind of health app on your phone, you know that how many steps you're doing a day. And the idea behind Sweatcoin is that you can earn money based off mm-hmm. your activity. So, I mean, you have to walk quite a lot to earn the prizes. Okay. But you basically, I think it's for every 10,000 steps you do, you earn a few sweat coins which is their kind of currency and then over time if you walk enough and earn enough sweat coins you can then cash it in Um, and at the high end you can win things like an iPhone 10 like it's not rubbish prizes right and then they have like discount codes for websites and things and how many sweat coins would I need to get something decent quite a lot I think it's about having to walk like a marathon oh right okay in a certain amount of time so there's a time limit on it as well I think so yeah or else everyone, you just have it cumulative and then after yeah, a few years get yeah. yourself a phone. But it's quite a clever idea incentivizing people with prizes and things to walk more. And it does make you, you like you, you do check it regularly yeah. and um, see how you're getting on, um, which I think is quite a smart that's idea. A, that's a cool. I'm mm. going to try that. Yeah. I would like to try that. We can com- compete with each other. It's a good idea because I do quite a lot of sort of walking and, and when I can. So I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. So those are my uh, those your... three kind of most used ones. Okay, okay. I've got a couple, couple that I use. Um, a big one that, that I'm, I'm really, I really like is Pocket. Have you? Do you I've know not what, used Pocket. No. Pocket is? So Pocket is a way of, um, it effectively, it's like downloading articles to read later offline. Right. So it's you can use it's a Chrome extension. You get an account with Pocket, and then you actually we should say a quick like we're not being paid or anything to like <laughs> yeah. say how good these apps are. These are just ones that we genuinely Uber Eats, use. If you want to give me free yeah, free takeouts, not, just is, let me know. This is not an endorsement in <laughs> any way, but we just these are just ones that, that I found that, that I've sort of stuck with over the years. But Pocket, you get an account, and then you um, use the. Uh, Chrome extension or the browser extension and if you come across an article or um, I think you can do it with video as well that you like, you just hit the button and it just downloads a copy of it offline oh, um, so if you're on the tube or yeah. if you're at a place where you can't get Wi-Fi signal or, or 4G or anything Travelling or something, it's really great helpful. and you just kind of so you just kind of curate articles that you like um, and then you you open up the app and then they're all there and you mm. can just flick through and read them um, and I, I, I say it's it's not you know, the, 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 it's not the most exciting app in the world, but I've I've just found it really no, useful. It's a good day to day one. It's a good day to day one. Yeah. yeah. Um, other ones I like. What else do I use? SoundCloud. SoundCloud's yeah. very good for um, kind of. You know, we've got Spotify and people have got um, Google Play or Apple Music, but SoundCloud I've always quite liked because I've just find totally random. Yeah, it's a good way to discover music new in that. Music, yeah, it's yeah. like the YouTube of, of music is how it always gets described. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of a regular stayer on my phone. Um, uh, Snapseed, do you know what no, Snapseed is? Snapseed is is Google's photo editing um, for all those selfies, yeah. For all those like <laughs> hench selfies that I take, um, I have to <laughs> have to edit them, make them look good. So, but it's a really kind of it's free. It's made by Google, and mm-hmm. it's a really um, extensive photo editor. So you could do all kinds of things like cropping, retouching. It's is that like, just for Android though? No, I think you can get it on iOS really? as well. Mm. Um, there's obviously, you know, you can add filters and do kind of the stuff you could do with Instagram, but it's also, um, it's just it's just a really good photo editor. And it's all kind of configured with touch, so 
you can kind of swipe and stuff and, and, wow. I, and I, I like it I'll have to check that one out um, Duolingo is another one that I'm quite fond of yeah. um, I don't keep up with it as well as I should because <laughs> um, but if you're trying to learn a language it's fantastic mm-hmm. it's really good it's little bite sized chunks it takes you through um, stages and you know you do like if you're really starting out you can have colours and animals and um family members and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and it's got a good little kind of reward like it's a gamification thing a little reward mechanism you get jewels and little <laughs> messages saying keep it up and you which go language on, like, are you learning? Um, Spanish and French are the two oh. it's more to kind of like I know the basics it's more to kind of keep just keep on top yeah, of it a little bit yeah you lose really quickly because you lose yeah. it um, and that's the my biggest problem is that I just don't I just don't yeah use you need it. to commit to it yeah it's mm. like you get those little like pop ups of like you know swipe away swipe yeah, yeah, away every like, time yeah, they, <laughs> and after after like after weeks it, it just stops it's, it's like right we're never going to keep yeah. doing it but again it's still on my phone and every so often I will uh, I'll fire it up again and kind of relearn my very basic Spanish nouns or oh, something like that that's a like good that. one yeah so um, yeah so that was good and then and then other ones I use like Keep which is Google's note taking app which is also very good mm-hmm. you can just jot down notes you can do voice memos and stuff like that and again um, it syncs across if you've got a few different devices iOS as well it yeah. kind of it syncs across which is great so yeah those are some of the ones that I sort of stick to um, and use quite a lot I'm interested to know if there are any apps you would like stay away from or anything you wouldn't kind of get involved so with. one that I actually deleted recently which may be controversial is YouTube I deleted the YouTube app because it absolutely Ooh. drains on my battery okay so when I'm you're just watching videos all the time yeah well no like stuff like if I'm getting ready in the morning yeah I'll have like a YouTube video on in the background uh, and then okay. by the time I've got on the tube my phone's gone from 100% to like 50 yeah it's absolutely draining so I just watch it you can just go on um, like well Safari on um iPhone yeah and just watched it through there and I don't know why for some reason when it's not on the app it doesn't drain your battery as much okay so yeah battery is a big one for me there was a big then, thing a little while ago with Facebook people found out the Facebook app was was killing battery life because it was yeah. running a lot of processes in the background so there was this big sort of before the privacy thing and people deleting Facebook for that um, there was a big battery um, sort of controversy and then they they kind of fixed it up and yeah. made it so it doesn't it doesn't kill your battery as much anymore. yeah that like battery ones are annoying um and then other ones ones that have adverts i find really annoying yeah um some of the games that you download a lot of the free games have a lot of adverts that yes. pop up which completely ruin the user experience bad ux is not good for apps um and then other ones it's bad but most paid apps I kind of avoid mm. unless it's something I really want to get um, you can normally get a free equivalent mm. um, which is probably pretty cheapskate of me but <laughs> yeah how about you? Um, I tend to steer clear of um, like Fortnite is the big app at the moment yeah. um, it's the big trend setting thing at the moment for anyone that doesn't know what Fortnite is it's a, a multiplayer um, battle a game where you kind of are pitched into this island um, you've got to fight with a hundred other people um, it's all real time, it's all live and you do it on your phone and the island sort of shrinks and shrinks and shrinks forcing people to, to fight each other, like a Hunger Games type thing on mm-hmm. your phone, but it's just a, a player unknown battlegrounds is a mobile is a similar sort of thing and these games have just exploded in popularity with people because they can sit there on their phone and play these like multiplayer Amazing online games, gaming has been a thing for form. 
Exactly. It's been a thing for consoles and PCs for mm. a while, but now it's coming onto mobile because our the, the processors are getting good. The, the latency is isn't um, an issue, so you can you can do it. Um, and I don't get involved in that because it would just you suck don't up trust my yourself life. not to get. No, no, I, yeah. I, I got into Pokemon Go last year, oh. and like that was enough to tell me um, I should not get yeah. into these kind of big. Um, it's when you find big, yourself like games. running around the office looking for Pikachu that it, you, oh, these yeah. things have gone too far. M- many times, many times <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah, so that's something I tend to sort of stay away from. Although I do think if I'm looking forward into where apps are going to be, what's the next sort of stage, I do think that they'll be used um, as these big kind of community-driven kind of sharing experiences Mm -hmm. that previously you would maybe have to go on a computer for um, now, along with AR, augmented reality and virtual reality. um, Yeah. I, I just think that's probably where the future of apps is going. Yeah, I think AR is the big one, augmented reality, yeah. that is. Um, like, Pokemon Go was absolutely huge. And then they've got really cool ones now. Like, they have an IKEA AR app now mm-hmm. where you can go on the app and visualize how, like, a sofa or something will fit in your apartment. Like, little things like that are so handy yeah. instead of having to take measurements and all that kind of thing. Um, I think they'll we'll start seeing that in a, a lot more different areas. Yeah. There's an app actually that I've, I, again, we've written about it, um, and it's something I haven't tried yet, but I want to have a go with it. It's called HQ Trivia. Don't have think I've tried it, it, no. It's, it's, getting, it's getting a bit of buzz around it now, and it's like a um, quiz game, like a pub quiz game that anyone can join in, and you win real money. Oh, if someone did an article about yeah. whether they won, didn't they? I think, yeah, and it's, of, it's, yeah. it's getting... F- from my very limited research, um, it, the, the company that made it is is, a, is the company that was created by the same guys that made Vine, the, oh, the Vine yeah. app, and it's this sort of yeah this community driven quiz game that you can all kind of jump in and they they run a couple of quizzes um, at different times of the day and you just have all these people trying to I should say I've never I've not actually tried it yet so yeah. this is just what I think I've read about it um, but it's it does and and they've they're they've doing they're doing a special. Um, today or this weekend with The Rock as like a guest host so it's like I think it's like a a quiz game show as well that you can kind of do on your phone and uh, yeah and I say like that's do you trust yourself with that one though if you don't trust yourself with Fortnite gaming at what you said about the sweat coin thing Mm. that's what made me think of it because incentivizing it you can win real money I think if you're um, if you're good so yeah so um sorry so i think i th- you think ar is probably a big AR one. one for me yeah yeah i think i think these kind of huge online experiences are probably another one because um, they can be monetized quite easily um i think the concept of the app we will also see migrating to i mean we already are in a way but you'll see apps it's just it's become such a such a everyone knows what an app is yeah you know it's not like a mobile like a, a computer program it's an yeah. app and it's it's easy and you can have apps on your car I think you'll have apps on your fridge I think you'll have apps on your oven I think everyone is it's a big intuitive user experience that anyone can get their hands on and and I think it will just like it just doesn't keep growing isn't it yeah it'll be the, become the way that services and products get packaged now you just you get yep. the app um, and I know talking to sort of developer friends of mine they are they say it's it's you can offer such a better experience in an app but than you can on say like just a web page um, because mm-hmm. you can make the app dynamic it can be you can personalize it and all that stuff but it's quite hard going back to what we were saying about how people only use you know 30 yeah. a month and getting, getting people getting to people download, to download the app yeah. is the hardest part yeah. but then once you've got them you you know people using it then yeah. it's, it's a much much more effective way of like 
showing your business off or getting interacting people, with people interacting with yeah people, definitely or whatever um so yeah i think that's that's apps in a nutshell i'm pretty happy with that <laughs> sorry i couldn't resist oh, i have to end the show on a terrible <laughs> terrible pun you're welcome um brilliant that was brilliant um actually i should say we do we do run um an app of the week every friday uh, in the ticket section of the daily mirror um newspaper on fridays so make sure you pick that up and check out what the app of the week is um right so i think that's probably all we've got time for this week uh, we have written about a lot of these apps we've, that we've talked about yeah. so if you want to read more visit mirror.co.uk forward slash tech absolutely yeah absolutely oh, oh. don't try and do one up on me i should i'm sorry i'm terribly sorry <laughs> right on that note i think that's that's all we've got time for so um thank you very much for listening we do future file every friday uh, we'll be back next week with another topic um if you want to give us any suggestions please reach out get in touch with us on the twitter on the website um and yeah thanks very much for listening and we'll see you again next thanks. week thanks bye, bye.